Hello everyone, my name is Brendan Marr and that noise here is my ventilator. And welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Now tomorrow, my friends, is the release, or the beginning, of Season 7 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. The reason I was uncertain about the word release or beginning is because I don't know if they're going to be releasing if they're going to be releasing the episodes on a weekly basis or all at once or a combination of both. And quite frankly, I don't want to know. I want to be surprised. So we will see. And I will probably, depending on how they choose to do it, I will decide how I want to address the episodes on my podcast. Um, now, I may want to spoil the surprise for myself and go and find out later today. And if so, I'll probably let you know tomorrow what my plan going forward will be. Now, some of you may be listening and saying, wait a minute. Clone Wars Season 7, didn't that show go off the air eight years ago? Or thereabouts. And you would be correct. Now, for those of you who are not aware, Star Wars The Clone Wars was cancelled when Disney bought Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm was allowed to release the season 6 that they had been working on, which was released exclusively on Netflix back in 2012. Now, I don't recall if, if Clone Wars was cancelled because of the Disney purchase, or if Lucasfilm had cancelled it anyway. So Dave Filoni, who is the animation guru at Lucasfilm, and his team were able to release what they had, uh, had going into Season 6. They were allowed to complete that, which I think was already, it was already completed, but they were allowed to release them. And unfortunately, they had to shelve any uh, Clone Wars, the Clone Wars, I should say, going forward. Now, what they did do, because they had already done a lot of work, on, uh, in fact, I don't know how much work, but a very large majority. Because they had done a huge majority of the work on season seven, much of that still was there, and so this new season, to my knowledge, is not a building it from the ground up, but I think merely finishing what they had shelved.
What they did do, though, was take some of the scripts and ideas that they had and adapt them into novels, comic books, and other media. Some of that we will be seeing in this season, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Some of the events this season will cover were covered in the novel Ahsoka. Uh, but I think what was adapted into the Darth Maul Son of Dathomir comic, I don't think we're going to be seeing that in this season. I could be wrong. Now, I have not read a lot of this material like Dark Disciple and Ahsoka. So I don't know what occurred there that we'll be seeing in this season. So that, be that being said, let's get to the real meat of it. This is an exciting time. Because if it is one thing that unites fans in general, it is their love for Star Wars The Clone Wars. Now let me be clear. This is a large number of fans. But this is not all the fans. As far as I'm concerned, there is no qualification to be a Star Wars fan other than you love Star Wars. And notice I did not specify what part of Star Wars you have to love. No, no. Any part of Star Wars that you love makes you qualified. And even if you're just a casual moviegoer who likes movies and Star Wars just happens to be a franchise that you enjoy, you're a fan. But it's interesting to see how Star Wars The Clone Wars is generally accepted by the fans. Uh, almost... I don't want to say all fans, but an overwhelming majority. Which is interesting when you consider that that was not how it looked like it was going to be at the start. Let us cast our minds back to 2008. With, I have to, um, the unfortunate disaster of a release. Let, let me rephrase that. The disastrous beginnings of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Choosing to take the first four episodes, put them into an hour and a half long movie, and release them in theaters as The Clone Wars movie, just called Star Wars The Clone Wars, was a disastrous idea. It was a bad idea. This turned a lot of folks off to them. Uh, your critics, of course, lacerated them, but I think if it's one thing I've learned 
over the years with like Doug's first movie and Recess Schools Out is never take episodes that could be shown on television and repackage them to be a movie. If you're going to make a movie, do something special. What further was a bad decision in the case of the Clone Wars was the movie did not stand on its own. It did tell a story about the uh, about Jabba's son being kidnapped. But that was it. There was nothing else about it that made it worthy of a theatrical release. Also considering that this was the first time that anyone had seen this new style of animation. It didn't go off without a hitch, and here's the reason. Animation is, has always been, I think, hard to see past. I believe, in the case of many critics, if a movie that is animated has poor animation, or at least um, well, no, we'll, we'll call it what it is, poor animation. It is difficult for the film critics to see beyond it. Now, I think in the case of Star Wars The Clone Wars, in my own opinion, not only was the animation bad, but the story was bad too. So, it it compounded, or it, it, one disaster led to another. <laughs> now, let's be clear, we shouldn't care too much about, well, this may sound very callous, but for a cartoon made for 10-year-olds, uh, I don't think that we should pay too much attention to critical analysis of it. But what is more important to point out is the fan reaction. Mm. Now it certainly appealed to a young generation of fans, I imagine. And and, and it was it was anticipated by some quarters of the Star Wars fandom. But the general fan reaction to the Clone Wars was not possible. You know, the animation style, which I, I still think improved greatly over the course of the show, that took some getting used to. That wasn't well received. The story with some of its inherent stupidity was not received. Characters, oh boy, oh boy, yes, Ahsoka Tano was not well received by certain corners of the fandom. 
and you don't have to go very far to find maybe one or two people who are a little sour. Now, let me just talk really quick about Ahsoka. Most fans at the moment love Ahsoka. Including those that thought for sure that they would hate her. And did hate her. When they first met the character in the Clone Wars movie. It is very rare that you can still find them. Of those who still don't like her. Uh, this this caused, kicked up a bit of a poop storm the other day that you may have heard of, but I don't want to go into the details. Here, other than a fan very vocally spoke about his dislike of the character. And that fan was a bit lacerated in return by those who did like the character. But it's a very rare occurrence now to find someone who loads this character still. And to say that the, the act, that the person loathes the character, that may be a bit too strong. He just has never been fond of the character. Anyhow. Um, and I was one of those. I did not like the Clone Wars movie. I did not like the animation. I did not like the story. I did not like the character of Ahsoka. And some of the other characters, like Zero the Hut, and uh, uh, I don't know if I even like Zero the Hut, even to this day. I don't think I like him at all. But uh, if you're wondering who that is, just look him up. He's Jabba's uncle, who speaks like Truman Capote, and I just don't like the character. Just because I never thought they did anything very interesting with it. Um, the only thing that I did say coming out of seeing the Clone Wars film was that I thought it had better acting than the prequels. <laughs> or at least to say that I thought that Cat Tamer and Matt Lanter, who played Padme and Anakin, respectively did a better job in the roles than their respective movie counterparts of Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. Uh, and that was really the only positive I could say about the movie. So no, I didn't like the movie. I took my sister to see it because she wanted to see it. I had insisted I wouldn't see it. But she talked me into it and I was kind of salty on it. Uh, as the years passed, I tuned into a couple more episodes here and there. I thought, oh, you know, this isn't that bad. You know, this is when it was on Cartoon Network. I thought, no, some of these are pretty good. I like how bite-sized they were. In terms of being half-hour-long episodes, which I thought was very much in the spirit of what George Lucas was trying to do with the original movies. And even with the prequels of these episodic adventures. Um, but no, I, I, I didn't love it necessarily. But I certainly found myself going, oh, that wasn't too bad. 
But there were some episodes where I went, hmm, I don't know about that. And I'm not talking about the Jar Jar episodes, but we'll get to that in a minute. And much of what I'm saying today, you've probably heard me say, but I thought it'd be good to reiterate. For the sake of the Clone Wars launch tomorrow. Now, what really changed my mind was in 2012 when they released the entire series, including season six, um, on uh, Netflix. I decided to watch the entire series. It was then that I gained the appreciation that I now have for the Clone Wars. I must confess, there are some really, really dumb things in the show, at least that I thought were dumb. And still think are dumb, even to this day. Certain strange accents, certain characters, certain... Sometimes the animation style can look a little wonky. Some of the use of humor, it didn't quite work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that can be said. But, I think that on the whole, the show is quite good. And Ahsoka talk about an evolution of a character. This was a character that I could barely stand when I first met her. And I think a lot of people have the same response. But then, where the character arc ended on the Clone Wars, man, talk about a difference. And I think you see that with a lot of things, and the same change of mind, and change of heart toward the character as she evolved. Um, yeah, so, I, I'll be interested to see what more they do with her in this final season of the Clippers. Uh, I do. I did definitely appreciate a lot of the voice actors and their their talents. Um, Obi Wan is an interesting character because I think they made him a, a bit more well, a lot more sarcastic than he needed to be. But you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I never saw. Alec Guinness's version of Obi-Wan as sarcastic. And sometimes the interplay between the characters can be a little weird, but that being said, I definitely do appreciate the, the Clone Wars version of Obi-Wan now quite a bit. Uh, and I'm a big fan of James Arnold Taylor, so, the voice actor. In fact, I'm a fan of a lot of the voice actors on the show because I'm a fan of voice acting. Now, before we kind of move away from any of the more negatives, let me just say the worst episodes of the Clone Wars are not Jar Jar episodes, in my opinion. 
Now here's something for you. Speaking of how Ahsoka, my mind was changed on her. Darth Maul, when it was announced they would be bringing Maul back, I thought, well, that's stupid. Can you just stay dead? And I think a lot of fans felt the same way. But I tell you, to me, Darth Maul is far more interesting. And probably one of my favorite characters now because of the Clone Wars. Phantom Menace, forget it. He shows up, he looks really cool. He fights cool. He has a cool lightsaber. He gets taken out. That's it. But the love of the character that I have now is because of the Clone Wars. There's so much we can say, but much of it I've said already. And there's so much more that I've said on other episodes of my podcast, and you can go look those up for more thoughts. I'm very excited for tomorrow's release of Season 7. Um, not necessarily, be, I don't think we're going to get anything too mind-blowing. So I'm not necessarily excited because I'm like, oh, what neat revelations await in this season. No, I'll just be happy to see the story completed. Clone Wars is definitely a show that it took a while for people to warm up to. Uh, or kind of when it was all said and done. I think the feelings of a lot of fans, myself included, from where our opinion was, where our opinions were when the show began to where it ended quite an evolution. And now into some of people's favorite content. Now someone once said we look at the Clone Wars with rose-colored glasses that we kind of think it's better than it actually was, and I don't agree. I think, as I mentioned, there is a lot of dumb stuff on the show. But to me, and I think to a lot of fans, what is good about the show far exceeds what is not good about the show. It's, it's, the, the good stuff is very good. Okay, so the last thing I'd like to talk about before we conclude is I believe that as we've seen in recent years, somewhat of the shift in the fandom toward more positivity and acceptance of the prequel trilogy by a lot of fans, not, not all fans, but let's be clear, I am not saying that all fans now like the prequels more. No, no, no. No, not at all. But a lot of people's opinions have evolved. Or they have come to grips with their own conflicted feelings about the prequels. But I believe that for those, for many of those, 
whose feelings about the prequels have either changed or evolved. The Clone Wars played a large part in that change. I think that the Clone Wars allowed the creators of Lucasfilm, because George Lucas worked on the show quite extensively, it allowed George Lucas and Dave Filoni and the others to flesh out the stories of the prequels that they never really had the time to do. Now that does not excuse some of the problematic storytelling in the prequels. But what it does do is kind of give us a new way to look at some of our problems with the prequels. This is not entirely true, but I think that regardless, the Clone Wars series extended the prequel trilogy in giving some insight into ideas, characters, and situations presented in the prequels that have only benefited from the Clone Wars. I think that there was so much that we would not have in our Star Wars were it not for the prequels. And the Clone Wars was one of the great pieces of content to extend from the prequels. So even during the times when the prequels were still rather ridiculed and reviled, even people who felt that way about the prequel trilogy, even some of them were very, very positive about the Clone Wars. And now, I cannot help but think that the changing and evolving feelings about the prequel trilogy is due in no small part to the Clone Wars series. So I'm excited about the Clone Wars tomorrow of, of new episodes. I will let you know how I want to handle reviewing them. There's so much more that I could say, but I know for myself, the Clone Wars have played a large part in me re-examining my opinions of the prequels. I still have my major problems with the prequels. Attack of the Clones, I still have a very hard time with. And I have to say, it's the one Star Wars movie live-action Star Wars movie that I do not like. But I have been able to come to grips with my feelings about the prequels. Thanks to the Clone Wars series. And I hope that this new season can do this even further than it has already. 
So those are my thoughts on the return of the Clone Wars. My name is Brendan Moore, that noise here is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to Page Turn as They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.